Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Hey, everybody, in the studio with my wife, Debbie Morris, today. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new with us, we are Integrity Training Systems, and we help people live a healthy lifestyle through personal training, nutrition, and just overall mental and spiritual health. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit uh, starting about I think the mental side right is that what we decided is that what we're doing I, I don't even remember you said contentment you oh gosh remember. yes contentment that's right <laughs> it was your topic oh yeah 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 okay so a little bit about contentment this is actually something that's been coming up a lot lately and uh, we actually had some we've got some good friends we were over at their house last night and we were having a conversation about uh, finding contentment while on your way to where you want to go and this is this is like a life lesson. Um, I deal with it a lot in the gym when we're dealing with people that are trying to get in shape. I find that people are never happy with where they are. And this is a problem because it's okay to have something you want to change. It's okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to want to have better biceps. But if you're not happy at all with where you are, you start setting yourself up for failure because the reality is you're never going to be happy with where you are. And so you're perpetually going to be in this state of chasing and chasing and chasing and never feeling like you overcome or obtain. This is, this is an issue, you know, and I always tell people like anytime I get someone that wants to be a bodybuilder in the gym and I take them for our assessment and I put them in front of a, a mirror, I say, okay, take a look here. This is your last chance to be happy with the way you look. Because you're always going to find something. My shoulder caps need to be bigger. The shoulder caps grow. Well, guess what? Now your pecs look too small. So you grow the pecs. Well, guess what? Now it looks like you have chicken legs. It, it never stops. The thing is, this is a life application, though. Like if you, if you have something you want to do with work or you have something you want to do for a job or you have something that you want to obtain, if you don't every once in a while stop and smell the roses and enjoy your actual daily life and the activity that's going to get you there, when you get there, you're not even going to realize you've done it. You're just going to be on to the next thing. Right. I think that, um, you know, it's just enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. When I work with someone on nutrition, 
in in I had someone interview me years ago. Remember, I did that one interview where the guy came in and, and he said, "What did he say?" He was like, "Tell me what you've learned." Oh yeah, you, yeah. You, you five only, minutes on what you, you learned. Five minutes. You can only have five minutes. You have to tell them three things that you've learned in your career. And at the time, I think it had been twenty years that I'd been doing what I was doing. And so I, one of the things I said was that you you're usually I've helped so many people lose a hundred pounds, and at the end of a hundred pounds. If they're only chasing after a goal, once they get to the goal, they'll literally just fall back into the old routine right. because they were not really chasing after health and wellness and a lifestyle change. Right, because you you beat the goal. You it, beat the 100. Right. And the whole chase is just the goal, and they're not enjoying the process to that goal. And I, and I appreciate chasing goals. I appreciate having a vision for greatness and, and improving and you know, always wanting to be better, but you have to sit back and say, if I don't wake up tomorrow, I've got to make the most of this day. And I may not be at the weight that I want to be at. I may not, you know, have the exact physique that I, you know, that I want to have at this moment. Maybe I had a setback. Maybe I had an injury. But at the end of the day, God woke me up for a reason today. And I'm going to glorify him. and I'm going to give him all the praise and glory for everything that I have. And I'm going to walk into this day with an attitude of gratitude. If I walk into this day and the first thing I do is look in the mirror and say, I'm unhappy with the way I look. I'm unhappy with the way my clothes fed. I'm unhappy with the way I feel. I'm unhappy with this. I'm unhappy with that. I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to accomplish this. I'm all of those things are actually going to come to pass, and that's ultimately what my day is going to be. I don't want anyone to find contentment in a lack of discipline, a lack of health, um, a, a lack. You know, I don't want anyone to be content in that. But what I think we want you to feel is, once you've started the process, you have to be content with the process and right. not constantly chase after that turbo gear that you can get into to just make it happen, get there, got to get there, got to make it happen, got to get there. Kind you know, of one thing. thing you hear people say a lot, and I've been guilty of this, is you talk about like the hamster wheel of life. You know, someone says, I just feel like I'm on a hamster wheel. I'm just running in a circle, running myself to death, running myself, and, and I'm not getting anywhere. And there's a couple ways to look at that. And you could look at it as, yes, I'm on a hamster wheel, I'm wasting this energy and I'm not getting anywhere. But are you on a hamster wheel or are you on a turbine? You know, if you look at like even, um, you know, if you're going to channel water, you're going to channel the energy of water, okay? And you have something that looks much like a hamster wheel rotating, but what's happening is you're generating energy. So you have to appreciate the energy generation. I don't think we're saying that you should sit around and feel lackadaisical and be like, oh, yep, I'm good with my five hours a week of work and, you know, I don't have any ambition. It's not being ambitionless. It's it's about appreciation. And I want to share this because I think it's important. You know, people always say like, oh, it's nice to know you're a real person, which cracks me up because I'm like, I, I thought I was a real person, you know, but the other night I was sitting in my house and if I look at where I've come from, you know, in the last 15 or 20 years, I, I was a pretty rough dude, you know, uh, prior to law enforcement, I was a cage fighter during law enforcement. I was an alcoholic, you know, I lived in a house with all white walls. I didn't hang anything, no pictures, no nothing at all. And I was sitting in my, uh, house and I'm staring at a picture that we had commissioned to be painted of a place that we like to stay in Florida and Rosemary Beach. And the Alexa was playing smooth cocktail jazz. <laughs> and I was reading a book and I had my feet propped up and my dogs around me. And I was never a dog person prior to uh, meeting Debbie. And um, Which is weird. Yeah. 
I mean, and, I should have uh, known something was weird yeah, right, right? Off of that. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and I just had this, like, weird, almost out-of-body experience where I was like, who am I? Like, who have I become? I'm like, I'm listening to cocktail jazz. I'm not listening to metal. That makes me feel like my head's going to explode. I'm kind of relaxing. My walls are pretty. My decorations are pretty. My painting is pretty. My point in all of this is not to be like, hey, listen, I have, I have pretty things. My point is to tell you I wasn't acknowledging them. I've had these things for years now. I've become this person for years. And instead of taking a minute to acknowledge what I have and what I've become, I'm so hung up on where I'm trying to go that I'm actually annoyed and irritated with where I'm at. And that's not okay. I mean, I do it with my body. You know, we talk about bodies and I tell people, like I said, you know, you look in the mirror, this is your last opportunity to be happy with who you are. You know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, I'm not as buff as I once was. I'm not as big as I once was. I'm not as strong as I once was. I've had all these injuries, I've had all these problems. I got a little gut right now, you know, and then I'll look at a picture of when I had a heart attack and I had to lose a hundred pounds. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not there. You have to appreciate where your journey has brought you. It doesn't mean staying there, appreciate it, live in the moment while planning for your future. Right. And just realize that big, bigger and better things are coming. You know, I will sit with clients and they will say, you know, maybe they're 30 to 40 pounds away and they're saying, I'm just so frustrated. I just don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm going to get there kind of just feel like I'm just going to give up. I mean, maybe this would just be good enough. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, you've made yourself miserable for 60 pounds. You've woke up every day and acted like it was a struggle, like it was a fight, like you were in some sort of weird, like concentration camp and you're, you're eating whole 30 meals. You know, it's not like you're eating. Like, there have been times where I've had to eat nothing but meat for I know, six I, months. I always, I always laugh you know? at what you do for a living because I'm like, man, people whining to you about what they have to eat is, like, laughable because right, you, right. Eat, you eat grass. But but what it's not that it is upsetting me. It makes me sad for them. Right. So I'm like, you just lost four to six months of your life just feeling like you were in the midst of this incredible struggle when you could have just woke up every day like, better things are coming. I'm going to be be better today than I was yesterday. If I don't lose any weight this week, at least I'm not having a migraine. At least I'm not feeling bloated. At least my Crohn's disease is not aggravated. At least my rheumatoid arthritis is not on fire. You know, you've got to look at those things. I don't have to take a Zyrtec every day anymore. You know, you you, you look at it all and you say, boy, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to tackle this day. I don't care if I lose weight this week or not. I'm going right. to feel great. I'm right. going to I'm going to wake up and I'm going to feel great. And that's really, uh, you know, from a nutrition perspective and from a health coach perspective, I want to get that through to someone. Like we have to focus on another measure other than just the scale. And we truly have to be content with how good we feel because we need to eat this way every day, no matter what a scale says no matter what the circumstances are, because we truly want to wake up every day feeling our level best. We want to give it our best. And even when we go off the deep end and end up having way too much of something than what we should have had, we're still going to wake up the next day, get back on track, and we're not going to continue to repeat the mistakes that you made. You're just going to live in the moment. You're going to try to find a way to press through it and try to find a way to be better. Now, that's what we do at Integrity. We have a six-month nutrition program where we tell you exactly what to eat, where to buy it from, how to prepare it, what to order when you eat out, what to do when you travel, and what vitamins and minerals you should be taking. For more information on that program, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com 
or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers where we assess and identify any postural deviations that you have and any muscle imbalances. We teach you how to stretch, we teach you how to foam roll, and we really identify any mobility issues that you might be having before we just throw you out on the floor and start working out with you. All of that at no charge. Give us a call, Debbie and I here in the studio, Integrity Training Systems. We're talking a little bit about contentment while growing. Uh, We talked a little bit about the body side of that, working on your health and wellness. Now we kind of want to talk about the mental and even the spiritual side of that, you know, just finding a way to grow in life. And a lot of what we do, uh, it's kind of interesting how long my family and friends were even confused about what I did, thinking that we just were a gym, you know, that we just worked with people on losing weight or building muscles. And it's like, no, it's it's mind, body, spirit. It's about creating a whole health and wellness in yourself. You know, and when you're talking about um, finding contentment while growing, you know, I think that that can be applied to everything you do. I mean, it can be applied to your work. It can be applied to um, look at like anxiety, anxiety and depression. That's something I want to talk a little bit about in this segment as well, Deb, is, you know, when you when you look at contentment and you're thinking about being content where you are while growing, anxiety kind of comes out of a fear that you're not ever going to get there or mm-hmm. that you're going to mess something up or you're going to forget something. And so if like you're constantly looking forward and not enjoying the moment and the process, anxiety will consume you. Mm-hmm. you I think also just accepting you can almost come become content in accepting the fact that you have anxiety and anxiety has you. Right. And you may have had a doctor, may have had a counselor, someone who has basically said, let me slap this on you, you have anxiety. Right. Or you have depression or you have this. And so you've basically walked out of that office with the ownership of, oh, I have anxiety. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, yes, we by, we by all means understand, you know, um, you know, the mental issues that can come from traumatic brain injury. I mean, that's something that John deals with. You know, we understand there are circumstances that will stir up and cause uh, anxiety, but we can also understand that there is typically a root of at all problems, okay, whatever the circumstances, whether it be a health issue, uh, whatever the situation is. But with anxiety, could this potentially be you know, that you are doing exactly what you said. You're trying to, you're going too fast. You're looking too far ahead and you are not finding time to actually look around and see where you're at, dial yourself into your current situation and find peace in that moment. And because you're always chasing after what's next, you're never feeling like you're able to keep up and you're always producing kind of this like, (gasps) 
rushed feeling inside you. And I think you know? that, I think the idea is, you know, we're not trying to take away from anybody's ailment, illness, or, you know, even a mental issue. You know, I am, I have been diagnosed as manic depressive, suffering from chronic anxiety, PTSD. I've had multiple traumatic brain injuries, and I've even been diagnosed as bipolar. So when I have someone say, I'm boy, I'm bipolar, so I'm just not really going to ever do better at life. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, don't label it. Label it, because then you can attack it. This this is the problem. So many people want the crutch. They want something to lean on or press into so that they feel like they can just stay where they are and not have to grow and not have to find contentment because it's like, well, you don't understand how bad it is for me. And I actually think that's part of why I've been through what I've been through is God's able to take my problems, my pain and be like, eh, try to tell this guy that you can't do it because here I am. I'm sitting here on a radio show talking about things that I literally deal with on a daily basis. And I'll give you an idea here. If you're someone that's dealing with anxiety and you're someone that is constantly feeling riddled and overrun, you have to attack it just like you would attack anything else. If you came to me and told me that you felt like your shoulders were too small, I'm going to start out really easy and really light and I'm going to train your shoulders. Do the same thing with your anxiety. If you're looking at something and you're overwhelmed by it or there's a pile of things going on, write it down. It sounds stupid you know, to be like, oh, okay, well, I should just sit and write all this down. I, I know what I have to do. But I'm telling you, there's power in that. It's attacking it. It's finding a way to not just sit on that wheel of lack of contentment and just be like, this is just what I have to deal with. This is who I am. And I'll give you an example. Myself, even about a month ago, I had a form that I had to fill out. Uh, it was something to do with some banking, and it was like eight pages long. And Debbie saw me, I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at the first page, looking at the second page, looking at the third page, and I'm getting mad. I'm like, what? I I don't even know how I'm going to fill this out. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's a ton of information. I don't have the time for this. I'm about to throw a fit. Like I'm going to, you know, rip the countertop off and Deb says, John, go back to the first page. Don't look at the second page, fill out the first page and then do the second. And I just looked at her. Okay. So I go to the first page. I did that. I did the second page. I did the third page. And 10 minutes later, I was done with the whole packet. <laughs> so here's the thing, guys. Like, if you're living in anxiety. I was having anxiety. And yeah, I don't even have anxiety. Giving her a panic I was like, attack. What's on the fifth page? So, so, like, oh my so God. So here's, here's what I'm trying to tell you is I am chemically imbalanced too. But. You can work through it. Find a protocol. Find right. people that can help you. Find ways to to change. Where you go wrong is just settling. Now, settling is not contentment. Contentment is finding a way to have peace in your situation. Settling is giving up where you are. Right. You have to have peace while you try to be better. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is just, you know, identifying that 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 badge that has been placed on you, uh, the the anxiety. It's a part of you. It doesn't example. define you. Exactly. And also, I just still want to say, and I truly believe this in my heart, and I, I say this to people all the time, is that I don't personally feel like you just have anxiety. I feel anxiety is a symptom, and it's a symptom that basically something in your body has not yet been uncovered. For John, for example, we took him to the Amen Clinic. We had brain scans done. We actually saw the spot on his brain that causes anxiety. There's a hole. I it mean, is, it's, it's it traumatic. Is a hole in his brain. Okay, now we know why John has anxiety. We're at the root of it, right? They but showed now, me why I'm mad. But, they showed me why I'm angry. But now I mean, we also know what we need not to eat. We know what, when we need to correct. take GABA. We know we have to take this much fish oil. We know we have to take this much vitamin D. There's so many things. 
how many people go to the doctor and get put on an anxiety medication literally just because they walk through the door and say they feel frazzled every day. They just feel like they just, ah. Yeah, quit drinking Mountain Dew. If John would explain what happened to him at the table that day, John would have a medication he'd be sent home with, having no idea if John needs more serotonin, if he needs less serotonin, if he needs more dopamine, if he needs less dopamine. Does that make sense? So at the end of the day, we have to sort of get to the root at what could be missing in a person's system, therefore presenting them with the symptoms of anxiety. Sometimes it can be a toxic system. There's too many toxins. I mean, truly, I mean, it could be mold toxicity. Gosh, there could be heavy metals that are that are built up in a person's system. Sometimes it could be truly that they're, they're missing actual nutrients. Maybe they're not getting well-balanced meals. Maybe they're not getting all the vitamins and minerals that they need to get in on a daily basis, or even their body is not taking it in. But just presenting someone with a badge of something and then accepting it and truly becoming content with the fact and accepting the fact that you just have anxiety, I don't know. I think there's more to life than that, and I think you should have the power to be able to press through. And I pray as a business, you know, with our program and what we do, that that's what we do for people. We give them the courage to say, I don't want to just live the rest of my life with anxiety. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208 for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. everybody john and debbie morris in the studio here with integrity training systems if you haven't been with us the last couple segments we've been talking about contentment while persevering in life to be better we've talked about it physically we've talked about it mentally and then we kind of started to get into some of the things that could be throwing you off that you're not aware of you may have a label it may be from a doctor it may be from your spouse like when you say i'm crazy it's completely hurtful and unnecessary but she does it (laughs) Um, so, you know, it's like you may have these labels, right? But you have to learn to be able to push through that. But I think a lot of people just assume the label is what's causing their problem. You know, and when you talked about in the last segment, finding the root, I think a lot of people fail to actually pull the plant. They just try to grab the leaves and they don't actually get down into the meat of the, the, the situation to figure out what the problem is. And I want to talk a little bit about my experience with seeing this in diabetics. So, I was a police officer for a very long time, and I've had a lot of really crazy, interesting situations. And one of them that I dealt with was one o'clock in the morning on like a Thursday. It was completely random. It's not like one that you would expect to have someone consistently drinking during this time. We get a call that there's an 18-wheeler that has crossed from one side of the highway out in Warrington to the other side of the highway three times. So out there, the center median is a cable. It's not. It's not uh, the the brick or the concrete. It's it's cabling. So this eighteen wheeler had gone through the cable and was driving the opposite direction in traffic. Again, thankfully, one o'clock in the morning on like a Thursday, so not a lot of people out. He has crossed back over to his side, back over into the other side, 
back to his side, and he's now coming to a stop in the cable. Like he's actually gotten into the median, and it's wrapping up around his 18-wheeler's tires and bringing him to a stop. So I'm the first one on scene. Um, I get out. This guy gets out of the cab of his truck and starts just screaming random nonsense at me. It's completely nonsensical. There's no curse words. There's no worry. He's just charging me with his arms over his head. And so I'm thinking this guy's hammered or something, or he's, he's high, you know, so he's charging me. And so I probably should have drawn my firearm, but I'm usually pretty confident in the fact that I can, you know, handle someone with my hands. So as he gets up on me, I grabbed him by his shoulder and his belt and I flipped him and I threw him up over my shoulder and slammed him on his back. And as I went to radio that I needed backup because this guy's fighting, he jumps up and he takes off to his truck. So now I'm in a pursuit chasing this guy all the way to his truck. He opens his truck door, dives in the back, and I'm like, this guy's getting a weapon. Like, he's going for a gun. I'm going to have to kill this guy today. Okay, so as he dives in the back of his truck, he just starts snoring. And I'm like, what in the world just had Did he knock himself out? Like, I'm like, this guy power slid in the truck. He's unconscious. Okay, this whole story, this is a legitimate high level is it type one is that the worst diabetes deb mm-hmm. type one diabetic he's got a card for it he's got a medical kit that as we start to search his truck we can see is in the passenger seat of his truck he had obviously started to realize that his blood sugar was tanking and he was incapable of getting himself his insulin quick enough he crashed his vehicle and he was acting like a complete maniac okay so paramedics show up they hit him with like a sugar bag of water he pops up he's like oh shoot i went out didn't i the moral of this story is that guy's blood sugar almost cost him his life but it also made him crazy i have another friend of mine almost cost uh, a lot of other yes too yes and and i have a friend of mine he's a police officer his his wife same thing she's type 1 diabetic and at least once every three or four months he'd have to fist fight her because her blood sugar would drop too low and she would fight him and he would have to take her to the ground and inject her insulin and over about 60 to 120 seconds she'd come to and start crying and apologize remember in steel magnolias that happened julia roberts right so she would go before she would have a seizure she would like try to fight so her here's mom. here's the thing Sally maybe Field. yes maybe you're not a i know I'm maybe you're maybe you're there. not a type 1 diabetic but what is your blood sugar doing to you right are you experiencing your anxiety your depression your anger your upsetness your right. tiredness your fatigue your general like downs and pain mm-hmm. is it coming from a an improper spiking of your insulin regulation or even just chemicals and garbage you're putting in your body because right. I'm here to tell you you want to watch me get mad give me skittles right. red dye right. I will rip your throat out right it's worse than alcohol for me well the or the sugar ones what are those the sugar mm, Sour Patch Kids, Sour Patch those kids. Are delicious. Yeah. Don't, yeah, those, don't you talk? Don't you hate but on those? Like his eyes get black. Yeah, I literally my really eyes bizarre. will dilate to the extent that my pupils look black. I actually used to use them as a pre-fight, uh, like enhancement when I before I would crawl into the cage I would take those because they surge me and I get pumped up and my opponents would literally talk about how as we would go to shake hands and bump knucks in the middle they'd watch my eyes go from hazel to black because my eyes would dilate fully and they're like this dude's demon possessed but it was literally blood sugar yeah but the thing is is that you know it's a dramatic situation with the guy in the truck obviously I mean we, we pray that that's not happening very often right uh, but what people don't understand—that's what I'm talking about at the at the root of it. You know, I I think that what we're looking at is is we go back to I'm 47. If I go back to when I was growing up, maybe even more so when my brother and sister were growing up, where they're they're 10 years older than me, 
and we kind of look at what the medical conditions were then, the more consistent medical conditions. I mean, you just didn't really like see the the consistency of anxiety and depression. I mean, I I don't know. You just didn't see the same deals that that we're working with here, and we're working with a food system that I mean. God willing, it will be corrected over the years. You know, people just will stop buying the bad stuff. But we're working the, with a food system that is toxic, basically. Yes. And so we're expecting people to not get anxious um, when they're consuming heavy metals. They're consuming excessive amounts of sugar. Uh, they're just consuming fake foods that's building up in their system and it's actually changing their brain. And so when we took you to the Amen Clinic and they we found out, you know, we see the scan and they're like, oh gosh, this okay, guy shouldn't be alive. You have this alert and you have this alert. <laughs> right. You cannot have, they said, you cannot have sugar and you cannot have caffeine. Yeah, the psychiatrist told me to go keto and I'm bit. like, I'm going to be tiny. I'm not doing keto. Right. Like, they didn't no. <laughs> say have a little. They said, you cannot, like, you should not do this. They right. said, it will not be okay for you. Right. And at the time, as we walked in this building and they said that, John was drinking four energy drinks a day. They're delicious. So he was an absolute maniac. I mean, an absolute maniac because of what was going on in the And brain. I go hard, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like the 180 milligrams of caffeine. They're like 300 a pop. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so everyone out there, you're dealing with something, right? There's, there's still, I'm sorry, and in, in, in let's turn the contentment message a different direction. Don't. Don't get content in that. Yeah, don't get don't, lackadaisical. Don't keep. Don't quit fighting. Uh, the other day, John, I told John I had to take a SIBO test, so I had to drink this weird liquid in the morning. So I said, I just want to prepare you that I'm probably not going to feel good because that liquid will like me, likely make me sick, but I'll be okay. And he said, do you think we're ever going to have a day where we feel good? And right. I was like, yes, we will. We'll just keep fighting for that. But you know, you know that there are people out there that they've ended the fight. You give up. You know, they're like, I, I'm not going to find another doctor. I've, I've been there. I mean, I, I broke my back. Uh, I had a heart attack. I've torn almost every ligament in my body on at least one side. I'm blind in one eye. I've had a brain bleed. I have so many traumatic brain injuries. The Amen Clinic was like, can we study you? Right. You know, they're like, you shouldn't be alive. Right. Um, you know, I have high reactions to dyes and chemicals and sugars. Um, you know, I'm bipolar, manic depressive, chronic anxiety. I'm an addict. I've been addicted to alcohol, so, painkillers. So it's like in all of those fights at some point, it's easy to just be like, well, check that out. Like, I got the right to give up, you know, and I've been labeled with that. And to your point with the food, I think people are eating things that are causing these problems. But I also think being told that that problem is why you're dealing with something is allowing people to accept that to as well. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I train a guy. In, I yes, I train a I train a guy that uh, he was in uh, Vietnam and I'm like, this guy's combat vetted. Like he's he's killed people. He's watched friends die. Okay, if anybody has the right to have PTSD, exactly. it's him. But he's never had it. He deals with it. But I think if he had been labeled in Vietnam, think about the Viet the the people coming back from Vietnam. All of them being told they weren't received well. But what if they were, and they were all told you're going to have issues with PTSD? It's going to be a big problem for you. Like. I think that enables to a certain extent. You just have to be careful 
about letting that badge, about letting that definition define you. You just have to take that in for what it is and say, I'm going to attack that. If someone tells you you've got a ligament issue and that's what's causing your knee problem, you're going to try to find a way to strengthen the ligament. It's the same concept. Don't give up on something just because it's hard in your mind or hard in your spirit. The same way you're not going to give up on something that's hard in your body. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people that are chasing health, people that are chasing the same wellness, people that are specializing in it. If it's not us, who cares? Go to someone else that you trust and believe even and stick to the program fight for the change right and I just want to say that in in nine years of being together with John when I first met him the way I met him was because I did his nutrition he had just had a heart attack I helped him lose 100 pounds and so we had a season that he was in then but there has never been a point in time and all the time that I've known you that I haven't been like John, let's try this. Let's try this diet. Right. It, before we could ever afford the Amen Clinic. I mean, not that we could afford it even when we did do it. I mean, right. it was like who could afford it? You know what I mean? It's just expensive. You invest in it. You know, you grow. You grow, and you you know you 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 receive blessing for it. But ultimately, there was always something before we got that answer. It was like John, let's try this doctor. Let's try this modality. Let's try acupuncture. Let's try Chinese medicine. You know, let's let's go and get a massage every week. Let's let's have them do cranial work. Let's see if, if you could go to a cranial sacral therapist. Let's take these supplements. There was never a point where it was like, okay, I remember being in that counselor's office where he had you take this sort of like random written test, and then he basically looked at you and said, I believe you're bipolar. <laughs> Guys, like you're psychotic. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, uh, that's it. I mean, that's all we're gonna do. We're gonna take that little random questionnaire. Yeah, he was ready to throw a medicine. And we're gonna identify. That's it. That's the only way we're gonna figure out that John's bipolar. And so, obviously, we went and had the brain scan done. And even the Amen Clinic didn't say that John was bipolar. They just said you have this much heat yeah, they in this bro- side they, of your yeah, brain, and you have down this much heat in this side of your brain. Root. And this is what's going to happen. So even they were really good about kind of getting to the root of it. Right. And basically saying you have to be able to do this and this and this and this to overcome all that. They even went as far as to say if you could put 60 hours of hyperbaric oxygen in treatments and 60 hours, she said, in the next three months, I think you will actually see your brain repair. Right. And if we continue to do that... And we set you up for, you know, basically another scan a year from now. We are going to see this area and this area and this area repaired, right? Right. This is proactive medicine. This is preventative care. We are so limited on that in our country uh, that it's 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 like only it's like seek and find. You have to really be able to seek to find someone, and then you have to somehow be able to afford that. You right. know, on top of it. But what I can say is we never gave up. We never gave up on the possibility of someone being able to help John. And the food was the first step. John changed his life first with his food. That was the first dynamic that made the change. The first the first thing that catapulted him to a different level of health. For more information on our six-month nutrition program, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers where we identify any muscle imbalances that you have, teach you how to stretch, teach you how to foam roll, and teach you mobility exercises 
free of charge. You can come in at our Winghaven or our Crondelet location. You can give us a call at everybody john and debbie morris in the studio here integrity training systems.com if you want to look us up online or you can call for 636-299-2208 if you're interested in anything we've been talking about we have gone a completely different direction with our show today than we talked about and that's just kind of how we roll right um but uh we we've been talking a, a lot about mindset mentality and how to change and how to be content while still continuing to grow and we've been we kind of ended the last segment getting into the food component and as debbie stated food was my first major change uh when i met with debbie it's a it's a pretty interesting story i've told it a few times it's been a little bit since the radio show so i'll give you the reader's digest version i was not in a good place i was an alcoholic i was 100 pounds overweight i couldn't even raise my eyebrows because always frowning and ticked off um you know i was popping percocet and xanax like they came out of a pez dispenser and they were candy i was constantly on some form of high or drunken state from things that are actually obtainable now, I'm not doing heroin. I'm not doing coke. I'm talking about stuff that doctors or gas stations could provide me with. The world is walking around like this, okay? So this is where I'm at. I'm not happy. The reason I'm on Percocet is because I broke my back. I walk around with back pain every day. And you want to talk about something that's going to make you mad? It's pain. When I met Debbie, I just had this concept of I was giving up. I was ready for life to be over. I had actually almost, I had attempted suicide two weeks prior to meeting Debbie and failed because I fell asleep with my gun in my mouth. Thank God. Woke up with it in my lap. So I was done. You know, I'm, I'm meeting with her because my friend says, you need to meet with this gal. You just had a heart attack. The doctor told you if you don't lose 80 pounds, you're going to die. And so I was there because someone told me I needed to be. So I come lumbering back, looking ticked off. Little bitty Debbie's probably looking at me like, this guy's going to kill me because all of the information she was given from our mutual friend makes me sound like a killer. I didn't tell her I was goofy, fun, and loving because I really wasn't at that time. But she sits me down and just breaks down what my problem is. And it starts with faith. She starts talking about, she just asked me, she's like, do you, do you have faith? And I just looked at her and I was like, in what? And she's like, in God? I'm like, I think so. My, you know, my dad was a preacher when I was growing up and, you know, I, I kind of like grew up around it. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm not asking if you grew up around faith. I'm asking if you have like a legitimate one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ as your savior. And I'm like, I don't think so. And she like takes me to church for about 30 minutes right here in this meeting. What she does is she's not heavy handedly beating me with Christianity, but what she's talking about is how am I going to continue to live without any faith in why I'm alive? How am I going to continue to change? She goes, I can, I can get a hundred pounds off of you this year. That's not a problem. We can pull the weight off of you, but it isn't going to stick until you get the oppression on your life out of your life until you decide that you are ready to actually live. And so she just hammers me. So my six foot four, 310 pound self just slides into my chair. And I feel like 800 pound nine foot Debbie is just telling me what's what and then at the very end she slides me this piece of paper with what to eat and I'm like yes ma'am 
And I went home. Which is not your typical meeting. Yeah, so that before <laughs> before you're afraid to call and do our nutrition program, that is not how it works. But she just felt led by the Holy Spirit to do that with me. She She's very scientific. She's going to explain to you guys exactly what you need. It won't be like that. So anyway, this is what happens for me. And I'll tell you what, I needed it because I'm hard-headed and I don't do well with people telling me what to do. If she had tried to softly tell me what to do, I'm going to tell you right now, I would not have done it. So I went home, I flushed Percocet, I flushed Xanax, I flushed alcohol, I went through withdrawals that should have killed me. If you are like I was and you're hung up on this stuff, guys, don't don't just do that. Work with a doctor, find a way, work with an anonymous group, find a way to to detox and wane yourself off this stuff. Don't die from trying to better your life, right. okay? So I did it wrong. I come off of it, almost died, violent shakes, you know, throwing up, you know, just the whole nine yards. And I remember walking outside and looking up and seeing a cloud and thinking, wow, that's a pretty cloud. And I had this moment where I was like, first off, I can't remember the last time I looked at a cloud. And second off, I've never said one was pretty. Check this out. That's the contentment. I started to actually see life around me. So the whole point of this, this is the Reader's Digest version, is to tell you I then hammered into my food. I didn't cheat on my food for six months. And in the six-month mark, I think I decided it was emos. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to have a pizza. And you were like, okay, let's get you right back on track. I had emos and got violently ill. I mean, I I vomited after eating it because I had been eating so clean. I'm like, okay, I'm good on that. So in nine months, I lost 100 pounds, okay? And it was the food. But here's the deal. That depressed, anxious, suicidal, pain-riddled, ready-to-give-up-on-life guy found faith, got happy, energetic, left law enforcement is now doing what I'm doing to help other people. And it was the food that was the catalyst of changing my chemistry and my neurology to drive that. Right. And so there are people out there that are suffering and no one is taking the time to slowly peel the layers. So with John, it was like peeling an onion. The biggest layer came off when we changed his food. But then he still had all of these other layers that needed to come off. I mean, he had heavy metals that needed to come out of his body. Uh, he had chronic fatigue viruses that were still basically living in his body that needed to be treated. He had all of these structural issues, you know, that were causing literally like like brain. I mean, he was he was like not circulating what he needed to circulate. Yeah, to I have his narrowing brain, of the spine right? and I have because degenerative disc the, disease. Yeah, because of the structural issues. So the food made it possible to start down the other paths. And so I guess what we're trying to say is that you, you, you need to do more than just go to the doctor and find out that you have anxiety and then take a message that we wholeheartedly don't even know if that food or if that medication even makes sense for your system. You know, if they're not doing a saliva test, if they're not doing a urine test, if they're not doing a blood test, how in the world, how in the world do they know which medication that you should take for your brain and for your, you know, your mental stability? And I think at the end of the day, it's important for you guys to know that, like, there are benefits to medication. Sometimes you're just going to need the medicine. But here's the thing. 
find your baseline. Right. If you go in and, and, and you're going to have a conversation with someone about needing an anxiety medication after because of how panicked you are, after Jacks. eating a bowl of Apple Jacks right. and drinking Mountain Dew and of, having a monster every of day, you're of need course it. you have anxiety. I right. just had a panic attack thinking about it. Right. So <laughs> you're going to be, you're not, you're not at a baseline to be, to be met, to be given a medicine, to be prescribed something at that right. time. You want to talk about depression. If you're in the bottle all day, every day, right. okay, it's going to be really hard yes. for you to get out of depression. You have to get that so new Get, get that baseline yes. and that's what debbie does that's the whole the point of the nutrition program and yes. that's why our program is so long people are like can you write me up something to eat i get friends that say this all the time and it just cracks me up could you just write me like a meal plan to, to get me like to drop 20 pounds i'm like that is not what we do like the reason our nutrition program is six months long the reason that when someone comes in to change physiologically i ask for a minimum of 12 weeks is because we actually want to teach you through process of elimination how to live the rest of your life. And I remember I actually had a guy at one point in time that had actually advised me, you need to be careful how much of your information you give to these clients because that's your that's your secret sauce. That's what's actually going to change these people and they're going to go out and replicate it. And I just looked at him and I said, good. Because they're going to go out, change, and they're going to send someone else who needs it back to right. us. It's science. It isn't our secret sauce. This is the stuff that people need to be paying attention to. You've got to remove variables. You've got to find a baseline. And once you're at that baseline, if you need a medication, fantastic. Yes. Take it and be yes. better. But if you get to the baseline and you don't need the medication, then what are you taking And it you'll for? never know if you really don't need the medication until you really give your body the opportunity to release some of these toxins and to get into balance, you know, to truly find balance within your body and, and within your health. And at the end of the day, that's what we help people do. We peel those layers off to where we could send you back to a functional medicine doctor and basically say, you know, okay, now that functional medicine doctor can look at you and they can truly determine what is wrong with you, where before, you just have so many acute variables, so many acute reactions to everything that you're bringing in. They truly can't get to the bottom of it. They cannot get to the root of it, right. unfortunately. And so that's what we do with our six-month nutrition program is put you in that position. It's an anti-inflammatory approach. You know, it's, a, it's an approach of lowering your histamine responses in your body and just really stabilizing your blood sugar stabilizing your brain chemistry and just giving you a neutral start, you know, a fresh start at feeling great. That is the approach we take. For more information on our six-month nutrition program, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com. Uh, for more information on our online master's nutrition program with that we do weekly Facebook Lives, take a look at our Facebook page on Integrity Training Systems. So much great information out there. Also, make sure you listen next week. We've got some big things as a company coming up. Yes. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be hitting you guys with some serious stuff. We're really stepping our game up to enhance people's health. Yes, bringing a doctor on. Uh, we want Integrity Medical. So, you know, we want that division of it. It's so we can't we can't wait to talk about that with you as well. Give us a call at 636-299-2208 to schedule your free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. Thank you so much for listening and God bless you.
My name is Debbie. I'm a mom, nutrition coach, and my husband and I own a gym. I'm also a baker. I bake healthy cookies, brownies, and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar. And yes, they are gluten-free and dairy-free. Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today. 